from Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Today is our week in review. Looking forward to it coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, November 4th, 2022. Four more days until Election Day. Weekend's going to be absolutely nuts. You'll see me on Monday and Tuesday. Huh. Election day. You know what? It is quite possible we won't have a show on Tuesday because, well, I'll be up early in the morning going to polling locations, dropping off signs, uh, lit, talking to volunteers. So stay tuned for what's going to happen Tuesday because I might not put out a show on Tuesday. Uh, you'll understand why because I'll be up <laughs> probably 18, 19, 20 hours that day uh, running around. But uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 1010 Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $20,780, up 3.1%. In 24, Ethereum sitting at $1,617, up 5.4% in 24. Tether is number three, and BNB Binance Coin is at 351, up 8.6% in 24, or 20.5% in seven. And you're wondering why is it up? Well, first of all, I wanted to say that I should have aped into it. Altcoin Daily tweeted the other day when it was at 274. Don't sleep on Binance, and I was sleeping on Binance. In all fairness, Binance is something I've been hodling for a while, and I've been with Binance and BNB coin for quite some time. I remember when it came out, it was 80 cents. 80 cents! Anyway, it's been mooning. And it's mooning today because, well, Binance Pay is a thing, and it can handle hundreds of cryptocurrencies as payments. And, well, they're talking to Elon Musk, and they're saying, hey, if you want to incorporate this and take payments for Doge or Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever, why don't you just incorporate Binance Pay into Twitter? Well, remember, CZ Jow and Binance gave Elon a half a billion dollars to be at the table, be part of the discussions about how Twitter is going to evolve over the next, well, the life cycle of Twitter because now Elon owns it. And so are they going to incorporate Binance Pay? Well, people are speculating that it could happen. Hence, Moon. And to finish the top five, USDC is number five. Running off the top ten, we have XRP, BUSD, Dogecoin, Cardano, and Solana. Dogecoin is sitting at 12.5 cents. If you guys wanted to know, it's down 3.5% in 24. Still up 50% in 7. Something else that we've been sleeping on is OKB token. It's the native token of crypto exchange OKX. And it surged nearly 25% over the past 24 hours. It's sitting at $20.32. Its 24-hour high was $22.13. And it's surging on the news that they're moving into the Bahamas. By the way, total trading volumes has spiked 208% in the past 24 hours. Now, I was looking at CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap, and I see some discrepancies. So 
Decrypt usually uses CoinGecko for their reports. I've been using CoinMarketCap ever since we started this podcast, and I don't know who to trust, to be honest with you. So CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap's prices are roughly the same. However, their market cap is completely different. On CoinMarketCap, they have OKB ranked at number 48 by market cap, with a market cap of $1.21 billion. On CoinGecko, however, they rank OKB at number 19 in market cap at $5.16 billion. Huge difference. Huge difference. I don't know why. If anybody knows, let me know. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. I'm going to try to get to the bottom of this. Speaking of market cap, the total market cap is up 3.7% at $1.04 trillion. We have a BTC dominance of 384 and an F dominance of 19%. Moving into our week in review. So what happened on Monday? Well, we heard that Crypto.com's exchange volume has dropped 91% from its all-time high of $4 billion to $380 million per day using a seven-day average. But I know on Monday you were thinking, hey, but what about the other exchanges? Are they up? Are they down? What's going on? Huobi lost around 90% of its volume. FTX is down 77%. Coinbase is down 75%. And Binance is down 57%. Also on Monday, we heard about Visa, PayPal, Western Union. They are aping into Web3 and they're filing trademark applications. What are they filing trademark applications for? Well, Visa is filing trademark applications for cryptocurrency wallets. And they're describing it as software for users to view, access, store, monitor, manage, trade, send, receive, transmit, and exchange digital currency, virtual currency, cryptocurrency, digital, blockchain assets, and NFTs. PayPal is filing trademark applications for basically the same thing. And Western Union is doing basically the same thing, but they're saying the management and maintenance of digital currency and electronic wallets. Again, on Monday, you heard my beef with Western Union. I think they're a crap company. They're predatory. They just only uh, prey on poor people. They prey on uh, remittance payments. They just absolutely suck as a company. I'll go on record to say that I don't like them. And when I said that, Make Believer wrote in and said, I hope that Web3 burns this business to the ground. The big reason I got into crypto after spending so much time in Central America is because they're taking advantage of poor people all these years. Disgraceful. I wholeheartedly agree. Do the shareholders have souls? There's a better way. And that's half the reason why 2017 and a lot of these cryptocurrencies were starting to, you know, form is because they see these predatory systems that take advantage of people with less money. There's a lot of things shifting in crypto. Institutional money, Visa, MasterCard, all these different companies get in there. We want the market cap to go up because number goes up and you get good gains. However, remember the reason why this started is because these banking systems and these remittance payment systems, they were predatory. Remember 2008, the housing crash, how they were, and everybody seen the big short. Remember all of this, because this is what people are trying to do at the beginning, is create a better system. It is still possible, people. Don't lose sight of the plot. Moving into Tuesday, we heard some crazy news about Bandasol, which is El Salvador's development bank, and they've refused to provide information to the people about the government's Bitcoin buys. Oh, by the way, those Bitcoin buys are using the people's funds, taxpayers' money, and they said they can't tell you because of confidentiality. And it limits the amount of information that citizens can access because against their policy, I guess. And so how are these Bitcoins being bought? Well, the president is sitting around with his cell phone and aping into Bitcoin every so often, just using an app on his phone. We don't know anything about it. Where is he buying it? How is he buying it? Where is the money stored? Where are the privacy keys stored? Nobody in El Salvador knows. 
besides probably President Bukele, a businessman who was asked not to be named, described the situation as insanity. I think it's insanity too. However, Nayib Bukele, the president of El Salvador, is still the most popular president, the most liked president in all of Latin America. Also on Tuesday, we heard from the SEC commissioner, Hester Peirce, and I want to say thank you to Riker. I was saying Hester Pierce. It is Hester, pronounced Hester Peirce. And <laughs> that's what I like when people see that I made a mistake. Always email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. I am not too proud to be wrong. I am often wrong. I'm more often right. You, you can you can test me on that one, but <laughs> thank you, Riker, for writing it. And by the way, Riker, is, is, is that your real name? Because I think that's a dope name. Anyway, on Tuesday, SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce believes that her agency is treating crypto unlike any other sector with an aggressive approach that deviates from how the agency typically regulates. Pierce said crypto is being treated differently. And I'm going to paraphrase here. She said initially, uh, we just didn't think crypto was going to stick around for long, so we didn't put any resources into it. But now it looks like it's here. So what are we doing? We're talking to the customers. We're talking to the competition. We're talking to the regulators. No, I'm just kidding. We're not talking to anybody. <laughs> Nobody's in the room. So we're not coming out with actual policy that represents an industry. And what we're doing is probably stifling this innovation. Moving over to Wednesday, we heard that crypto futures and options exchange, Deribit, suffered a security breach and hackers made off with around $28 million from the exchange's hot wallet. This hack, however, was isolated to Bitcoin, Ethereum, and their USDC wallets. How much Bitcoin was stolen? 691 Bitcoin. How much ETH was taken? Around 9,111. Also on Wednesday, we heard that Coinbase moved to get regulatory approval to go help the firm, Ripple Labs, in its battle against the SEC. As you guys know, the SEC is suing Ripple Labs for its XRP token, saying that it is an unregistered security. The downstream effects of this ruling and how this case is going to be settled is going to affect a lot of different tokens or companies in the crypto space. So a lot of crypto companies are rallying behind Ripple because this is their bread and butter and uh, we don't want it to be a security or else the slippery slope is slippery for sure. Yesterday, we had a big day for Arweave and Polygon. And why, you might ask? Well, if you guys remember from yesterday, Instagram will leverage the Polygon blockchain to let users mint and sell NFTs. And that sent Polygon soaring in price. You guys are probably asking, what is it at today? Well, it is at $1 and... Wow. It's at $1.16. Yesterday, when I reported this, originally, it was at $0.95. Cents, but now it's at $1.16. Big gains for Matic. So what about Arweave, ticker AR? Well, yesterday, Instagram announced that it would use Arweave for its storage of its creators' NFTs. So what is AR doing right now? Well, I'm going to let you know. It is actually down 2.5% in 24 hours. So Matic up, Arweave down. In all fairness, Arweave soared yesterday. It was up 50 plus percent. Now, moving into today's news. If you're a MicroStrategy, you're probably pretty pissed off. MicroStrategy would be up $1.6 billion if it invested in Ethereum, not Bitcoin. As we know, MicroStrategy is holding around 30,000 Bitcoin at an aggregate purchase price of around $3.98 billion. It's around $2.62 billion today. If MicroStrategy bought Ethereum, it'd be holding around $5.6 billion. Michael Saylor, the former CEO of MicroStrategy, 
said, there is no second best, hashtag Bitcoin. Apparently, doesn't care. He's still hodling. And trust me, if you hodl long enough, I, I think it's going to pay off. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but soon-ish, relatively speaking. Coinbase reported its Q3 revenue was down. Q2 revenue was at $803 million. Q3 revenue was $576 million, down 28%. Its total transaction revenue fell 44%. Its monthly transacting users dropped 5%, and trading volumes down 27%. However, the exchange did note that the total value assets on its platform grew 4% from $96 billion to $101 billion. And finally, our favorite company, Stepin, well, they're in the news. ASICS announced today the launch of its ASICS X Solana UI collection. They're a new line of shoes featuring custom-made limited-run GT2011 running shoes that also give owners a chance to win limited editions ASICS Stepin GT2000 NFTs. It's a lot of things going on there. ASICS designed the GT2000 running shoes for the Web3 community but that it's also something anyone in the world could use in balance with physical activity. And I have never bought a pair of ASICs, and I don't know anything about the company, so I'm surprised to know that it's a Japanese company. It's actually based in, in Kobe, Japan. And did you know what ASICs stands for? This is what I thought was pretty interesting. Some Is this deep? It's short for, and I'm sorry, my Latin is non-existent, Anima Sana Incorpore Sano, which is Latin for a sound mind in a sound body. A-S-I-C-S. Anima sana incorpore sano. A sound mind in a sound body. That's pretty damn cool. Anyway, if you guys didn't know that, let me know you didn't know that. Matthew and at decrypt.co because for some reason I feel like I'm the only person who didn't know that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And I will be back on Monday. And I'll let you know what's happening Tuesday. But over the weekend, happy hodling, everyone.